Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. We're learning more about the tax increases working their way through Congress, and it's important for you to understand the potential impact these proposals could have on your retirement savings. You also need to realize that time could be running out for you to help protect what you've worked so hard to save. And if you're saving for retirement using a 401k, what do you know about the fees you're paying for these accounts? Probably not enough, but we'll talk about that here today on the Statler Financial Radio Show as we sit down with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, I know we like to say that we are number one. We always want to be number one in everything here in the U.S. Um, but uh, when it comes to retiree well-being and retirement, we're number 17. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> that doesn't I don't quite know if that has sound, the same. Uh, no. Yeah, it doesn't quite sound the same as uh, <laughs> we're number one. No, it doesn't. This comes from the 2021 Global Retirement Index. And yeah, says that when it comes to retirement finances and access to advice and services, we are number 17. So ouch, not doing so hot there. Um, material well-being, have enough money, though, we're number 11. So um, I don't know, we're working our way up in some of these well, areas. But some of them areas and some of them were not even as good as that, right? Yeah. But what do you think about that as somebody who does help provide that advice and some of those services? The fact that we're number 17 as a nation. I mean, you're you're right in there uh, in the thick of things. What what do you think of yeah, that? Yeah, That's hard for me to understand that number because there's so much advice and so many folks in this business that provide the services to help people, you know, save and and um but there's one there and, and one of the little things that preserve savings and maybe that's the key. Maybe we're not good about helping people preserve what they have. Yeah. Maybe that's the issue, not in, in terms of advice or growing the money, but preserving it once they hit retirement. But with so much up in the air right now with taxes and everything with the, the markets, the state of our economy, I mean, how do you help people navigate through retirement when there's just so much in flux? we think about now there's so much influx and there is, but there's always stuff in flux. I mean, there's always issues hmm. when it comes to taxes and inflation. And so I don't think the navigation has changed any, right? We're still helping people yeah. be as tax efficient as possible to make sure they have enough safety within their portfolio and making sure they have enough growth within their portfolio, because those two things work hand in hand to make sure we have the income we need to provide throughout our lifetime. And so um, our navigation doesn't really change. Now, how we how we focus on that changes a little bit because obviously when tax rates are going up, we wanna do things now while we have the ability to do some of those things before tax rates do go up, which I mean, based on what I'm hearing, I anticipate 2022, we'll see some tax increases. So what are some moves to consider before the end of 2021 if we are worried about that impact of tax increases? I know we we don't know for sure what the final answer is on what the bill's going to look like, but boy, we know those tax increases, those proposals are out there. They are. And Jen, you know, that's what makes it so difficult right now is that because we don't have an answer, right? We know what, mm -hmm. you know, what the House has on their plate, what's coming out of committee, um, but it hasn't really been voted on yet. And we know kind of what the, what the Senate's talking about, but, but there's no clear, definable path right now. But here's what we do kind of know. We, we know that everybody's talking about several things. One is increase in tax rates. And that's mm -hmm. probably one of the things we think it will definitely happen. I mean, they're going to raise taxes. So one of the things I think we have time for now is still uh, a Roth conversion. Um, now, Roth conversion, you can do that sometimes within your 401k. If you, have a, if you have a Roth provision within that, you can obviously do that. If you have a traditional IRA, you can do a Roth conversion. There's some caveats that you need to understand. A Roth conversion sounds nice and pretty and, and clean. But there's a downside to a Roth conversion. You got to write a check. Uncle Sam is going to want his tax money on the amount of money you convert from the traditional IRA to the Roth. And right there, that stops a lot of people from making that Roth conversion. 
you have to weigh out what's going to happen down the road. If you're on Social Security, it can it can make more of your Social Security taxable. It can also cause your Medicare premiums to go up for that year that you had that big increase. Uh, you know, if you're getting Medicare, I had that that happened to a client I had that she did it on her own. She just went and did a Roth conversion and uh, without consulting anybody, just did it. And mm-hmm. she was really shocked two years later when um, her Medicare premium went to like $400. Um, so you need to understand how that works. You need to have a plan in place. I would recommend that you consult with a qualified tax advisor regarding Roth conversions because they can be dangerous and they can backfire if you don't do them right. Right. And and not only with the fees, Philip, just how do we get a better handle on the, the fees, uh, even the penalties and taxes? How do we get a better handle on those things and their impact on our overall retirement? Well, I think, number one, you need to know that what they are. Penalties, the big deal, the, the way I see penalties being an issue is if you're trying to take money out of your IRA or your 401k prior to 59 and a half, you know, that's just, uh, uh, most people do it because they need the money, uh, mm-hmm. but, but it's just throwing money out the window because that's money that, that you don't get to spend and is going to Uncle Sam as a penalty for taking money out of your IRA. That's just not being prudent when it comes to dealing with your retirement accounts and trying to take care of your your retirement so you got the money you're going to need in retirement. So many people don't realize we are in a low tax rate environment. It might not feel like it, but we are. And taxes are not going to remain on sale forever. They're probably going to go up soon. But even at the low rates that they're at right now, taxes can swipe away at your savings, leaving you with a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement. Absolutely, Jen. You know, folks, don't assume that you won't be impacted by Democrats' proposed tax increases because you don't think that you're, quote, wealthy enough. I bet just about everyone, including you, has a few areas where they can become more tax efficient with their retirement savings. That's why for listeners of today's show, I want to help you understand the potential impact taxes can have on your retirement savings. I want to help you learn about ways to reduce a or possibly eliminate taxes in retirement and create an income strategy so your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to. If you've saved at least $150,000 for retirement, we can help you go over your retirement accounts and uncover what your possible tax liabilities are in the future. And we'll talk about some of the strategies that can help you reduce your taxes down the road. It can mean tens of thousands of dollars back in your pocket to spend it the way you want to spend it in retirement. There's no cost, there's no obligation, but you do have to pick up the phone and give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here today with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, I don't know if you follow this blog or not, but Financial Samurai is a blogger out there, a financial blogger. He raised some eyebrows when he laid out some stark numbers about retirement. And here's what he wrote, Philip, and I want to get your take on this. 
He wrote that in order to retire, you need to multiply your desired annual expenses by 200. So if you do the math, the way he laid this out, planning for $40,000 per year means you need to accumulate $8 million for retirement. What? Yes. Eight, $8 million? It sounds really crazy. Do we really need to aim that high? What do you think of this blog? I'm thinking, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know this guy. Um, is he, was he smoking something? I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Cause I'm thinking, you know, 8 million. First, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that he's not taking everything into consideration that he needs to be taken into account. Even if he wanted to use that, you know, kind of his number there. But that's just absurd that, that somebody would need $8 million to sustain a $40,000 a year uh, lifestyle, unless he thinks that, you know, we're going to leave everything to the kids and, and wants more there than when, when they, when they started, but that, that's just a, an absurd number. It does seem really crazy, and it just seems like maybe you're trying to give yourself a lot of wiggle room for really bad investment decisions or really crazy spending. I don't know, but the logic— Really bad. Really, yeah, really bad. Right? The logic behind this blog post is what he's calling the 0.5% rule. So, so saving enough so you only take a half a percent out each year— my gosh, should we really only be able to count on taking a half of a percent from our retirement accounts every year? You know, that's just that's just crazy. Let, let's just look at this for a minute, um, Jen. You know, we need $40,000 a year we're going to spend. So we don't have to generate $40,000 a year out of our portfolio, number one, because we have other sources of income, right? I mean, we have Social Security, unless he's just throwing that out the window. Um, but, but we got social security, uh, and maybe we have a pension. So, so maybe out of that 40,000, uh, maybe we only need 20 or maybe we only need 10. So, so I think that we have to look at a lot of different things, but, but his, um, perspective to me is way off base, um, way off base <laughs> and, and there's no need for that amount of money. I mean, it'd be, don't get me wrong. It'd be nice. Right. But there's no need for somebody that, that needs $40,000 a year of spendable money to have to have $8 million put away for retirement. Mm -hmm. That's just a, a ridiculous number. And, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't read the blog, but I'm thinking, okay, is he trying to get a reaction from people? Is he, what's he trying to do? Yeah. What's, what's his side gig here? Because there's something there that that's not reading out in those numbers. Cause that, like I said, that would just be uh, totally ridiculous to expect that because you, if you take into consideration social security, you know, now that's going to cut that number down significantly from what you need. Right. E even if, even if Jen, he was using that half percent rule, right. He's not using the right starting number. So if we took the 40,000 minus Social Security, um, and it's a, you don't get a pension. So you got his and her Social Security. So now we got to be down to 20, 20, $15,000 that we need a, a year. So so you apply the half percent to that, and we're, we've already cut that number in half, right? Right, right. Well, and I wonder, first of all, I think this guy is pretty young and was planning on having one of those really early retirements, you know, 30 years old, 40 years old. But still, that's a really ambitious savings goal for someone to be able to save that much by that age. So so that's kind of crazy. But also, I think it, it goes into what we talk about a lot on this show, and that is we get so caught up and the dollar amount and what's my net worth and what's in my accounts and what am I saving that we forget we don't need to have this massive account that we treat like a giant ATM. We we have some different strategies and, and we, we go ahead and we implement different strategies and use different tools to make the money last, not just save and save and save and save and save and then just take money out whenever we want. That's That's really not what we're going for. No, absolutely not. And, and, you know, you and I have talked up many a time on the show that that we don't look at what that what what is the ultimate goal of collecting before we head into retirement, you know, because we talk a lot about, well, people think you need a million dollars here. This guy thinks you need eight million. Um, so so when I look at that, I'm thinking, OK, that's just um, 
he's he's using the wrong starting point, right? We, we do need to look at what we're going to spend. I mean, you and I have talked about that a lot on the show and, and making sure we have an income plan in place that's going to address the amount of money we need. But we have to take into consideration all our sources of income. And that may that's probably going to be Social Security. It's going to be maybe maybe if you're lucky, a pension. Maybe you got rental income. So there's other factors that have to come into play as you build it. And that's why I just believe that there's not a percentage rule. I mean, we've heard the 4% rule and we, and we can poke holes in that all day long too. Um, but I think that we need to look at what do we need to live? That's why I believe people need to have a income plan in place and virtually no one has that when they head into retirement. And so, and we need to have a written income plan, not just in my mind, I know here's how it's going to work. We need to have a plan in place so that we know where your money's going to come from every single month in retirement. And we need to build that plan before you retire. Now, if you have retired already, that's fine. We can still do it. But ideally, we want to do that before you retire so that you know where your income's coming from. Now, look, if you don't have an income plan, if you don't have a written income plan, I'm not talking about a financial plan. I'm not talking about a retirement plan. I'm talking about specifically a written retirement income plan. Give me a call and let's walk through that process of building one for you. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get started on your retirement income plan. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And, you know, Philip, interest rates are really a double-edged sword in the world of finances. We'll get away from the samurai sword for a financial samurai, but (laughs) interest rates are a double-edged sword. They're helpful for borrowers, for people who are, you know, younger and borrowing money. But MarketWatch says low interest rates mean it will take more money to purchase the same standard of living in retirement. So it, it's rough on retirees. How do you plan around low interest rates in retirement? Yeah, you know, that made me think, Jen. When I was trying to get my first home, uh-huh. my first mortgage, the interest rate was going to be 14.9%. Really? Was this in the, in the 80s? Is this what yeah, this of was? course, oh of course. You know. So can take that today and you could go get a 30-year fixed mortgage right now for what? Three, three and a quarter percent? Crazy. Yeah. But so how does that relate to retirement? It, it's a big deal, right? Because we don't have the 1980s interest rates anymore. And most likely we will never see those rates again. And so we are stuck in this low interest rate environment and, and we need to find answers. How do we keep up with inflation? How do we get a better rate of return? And What's it going to take to do that? And, and I think that there are some things there that we can do, and they're not always the conventional thinking, right? So we have to think outside the box sometimes. And that's why, Jen, I think it's important that people put together that retirement income plan that I talk about so much, because it helps us realize what we have to do to create the income we're going to need, given where interest rates are today. And, and I think that's important that, that people take a look at that, again, because interest rates are so low and we expect inflation to eventually start to pick up. And there is no no end in sight to low interest rates for the time being, but inflation could still be an issue down the road. And, and that's what causes people to struggle here because you don't get a lot of growth with interest rates in your savings. But, but then there's this concern about risk. What are some potential options where baby boomers can put their money to get some growth, but without putting it all at risk in the markets? Because that's, that's what I think this is why so many people put so much at risk they're just looking for growth absolutely you're you're so right and and i've sat down recently with a lot of folks that that that's been an issue right they they, they're they're fearful of the market but they're looking at at what they're making on savings at the bank and they're and they're scratching their heads there's got to be something better And, and there is for a lot of people there's some other options out there that they can take a look at 
Now, I know it's been a little while since we've done a show on annuities, but but annuities are one way, and they were designed specifically to help people create income. But there's a type of of annuity called an indexed annuity that can give you, I call it the best of both worlds, right? We can get some, some market rate returns for, but yet still have our principal protected. And so now are we going to get all of what the market does? No, we're not. You know, maybe we get 50%, maybe we get 40% of what the S&P 500 does. Um, but the flip side of that is we won't lose anything, right? There's no downside risk. And people will look at me and say, well, what about bonds or dividend paying stocks? All of those things can lose value where the index annuity, the principal, as long as you do what the contract says, the principal is, is guaranteed by the insurance company and you're not going to lose any value there. Now, now there's that's kind of the pros, right? There's always cons in any type of investment we do, whether it's the stock market, the bond market, the commodities or annuities. There's always pros and cons. So what are those? Well, you know, there's immediate liquidity right in the annuity. So just like the bank CD, you put in a five-year CD, maybe you're putting in a seven-year annuity. So we've got seven years of time constraints. But if we're getting compensated for that time, that's a good thing. So if we take it out early, we might get dinged for some surrender charges that we didn't anticipate. So, so you need to make sure that you look at the pros and cons of every type of thing that you put your money in, whether it's annuities, the stock market, nobody wants to talk about the cost of what the stock market could be. But if the market went down like it did in, in March, went down 30-something percent, and you needed your money, that's a heck of a penalty to have to pay, you know, losing 30% of your money. So just remember that everything's got the pluses and everything's got minuses across the board. That's kind of what I think in terms of looking for income possibilities and, and getting some better returns than what we see in banks right now. And, and so look, if you don't know what's available out there and you're just guessing, then you need to give me a call and let me help walk you through the process of determining income planning, risk analysis. All those things are vitally important. Give me a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815, especially if you don't know how much risk you have or you're pretty risk averse and you want to find an alternative to risk of the stock market. Give me a call, 863-285-3815. A lot of people plan to keep a job even in retirement. Put it another way, in retirement, we don't need your rocking chair. We'll be back after this on the Statler Financial Radio Show. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. I don't need your rocking chair. Statler 
Southern Financial Radio Show. That was George Jones with a pretty accurate description of how many of us view retirement today. Talking today with Philip Statler, and I'm Jen Rizak alongside Philip. A new survey says 59% of baby boomers who are still working expect to keep working in retirement. They want to stay active, engaged, employed, even after they retire from their career. They don't need that rocking chair. So, so Philip, <laughs> for your clients who plan to keep working, talk a little bit about what you hear. What What's their reason behind staying employed in retirement? So, so a couple things that come to mind here, and and just talking from some family experience, I had an uncle, and yeah, you know, he worked until I think he was seventy, seventy one, um, and and for him, I think it was, yeah, he felt if he stopped working, he'd die, you know, and so, and, and I think that that is a common theme that I hear from people is that they're in the back of their psyche, they believe if they quit working. Because people they know, as soon as they retired, you know, within a year or two, they died. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what sticks with them. That's not necessarily true, right? We can we can say there's a lot of people that retire and still living. And so um, it's all on what you focus on. But But there are people that just, they need something to do. And I get that part, Jim, because in, in conversations I have with folks, you kind of get that deer in the headlight look sometimes when you say, okay, so when you retire, you know, what are you going to do to keep yourself busy? And they can, they can rock off a few things, but then it's like, well, then, then I'm not sure what I'm going to do once I get those projects done. And so those type of people, they need to stay busy. And so sometimes the easiest thing to do is to get a part-time job or stay what you're doing now because they love what they're doing. They just don't want to do it as much. And so they make arrangements with their current employer to say, hey, look, you know, I, I want to work about half of what I'm working now and take more time off, but but I want to be engaged and, and I like what I'm doing and I, and I still want to do this. And so a lot of times because of the experience and the value that that employee brings to the table, then work with them on, mm-hmm. on a plan to keep them working, uh, even even in retirement. And for those who do plan to keep working, and again, that's a majority at 59%, and it does make sense when you look at how important it is for people to have a sense of purpose and to feel valued, and, and that does happen when we work. But how does that impact things like Social Security or Medicare benefits? So, Jen, we can look at that from both sides, right, from the pros and the cons, because it can be both as we look at it. So, Social Security, it's going to depend on when they retire. Did they wait until full retirement age to actually retire, which I would hope in the scenario they, they would have? Um, so, if they, if they didn't, though, if they retired at 62 and just kept working, well, then we've got some issues, right? We got Social Security because there's some wage limits before they start taking away some of your social security. Or the other part of that is, is that they start having to pay more uh, for their Medicare benefits because they're making too much money. And so, you know, here I can tell you that I've had clients that um, all of a sudden had a windfall of income coming in and, and all of a sudden they get a bill for higher Medicare Part B premium amounts. And that was a rude awakening for them. Hmm. If you get over certain income limits, the amount you have to start paying for your Medicare Part B premium goes up. And it's no small jump and it catches people off guard because they don't realize what's going to happen. Definitely something that we want to keep an eye on and talk about what goes on with our taxes. Because if you're still working, you're still going to have some income taxes to pay, just like during your career. But taxes overall, will that likely to be less in retirement? Again, it comes down to what you're making, right? So I I would think in general, the taxes would be less. But let's don't forget that if we are working and we are taking our Social Security, People always think Social Security is tax-free, and that's just not the case, right? There's a formula, and it's it's a funky formula that gets applied to your income to determine how much of your Social Security will be taxable. 
it could be that, especially if you have a pension or you're taking money out of your IRA or your 401k to supplement your, your part-time job and your social security. Well, you know, your taxes may not go down as much as you think they will. So you need to be aware of that and be ready for that. Um, that really is, I believe, one of the reasons that that folks need to understand where they're taking income from, how that's going to affect their taxes. And that's all part of income planning and putting together that retirement income plan that everybody should have. Let us help you do that. Let's get started on that. If you're five years out from retirement, it is an ideal time to start putting together your retirement income plan written down so you can focus on it. Give me a call and let's help walk you through that. 863-285-3815. That's right. 863-285-3815. Let's get started on your financial income plan today. 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. This article I found on Yahoo Finance says one of the three biggest expenses to save for in retirement is taxes. So turns out it's really something that's going to impact a lot of us. Philip, is this something we need to save for? Do we just set aside some savings to deal with taxes or are there other strategies to think about? I think it's both. I think we have to be cognizant of what taxes mean when we get ready to file our returns. We, I think we need to b- understand that, you know, taxes are, are relatively low right now compared to what they have been in the past. And so uh, it may be time to take advantage of where we are in the tax scenario. And so it, it's one of those cases where it may be beneficial to pay a little more now so we don't have to pay a lot more down the road. And that's, Jen, a really hard concept for people to grasp. Yeah, I know I was meeting with a client and they realized that we are in a very low tax situation right now. And so he wanted to run the analysis to determine if it made sense to do a Roth conversion. And so we're talking about that and we're going to run some numbers to see what that looks like for him. And, and I explained to him, you know, when you do a Roth conversion, everybody thinks it's going to be all grand, but you still have to pay more taxes today to make that work so you don't have to pay more later. And and people have a hard time with that. And so we want to make sure it's on paper and they can actually see what that number looks like. But but that's what it is. The Roth conversion is one way I think we can pay tax today and reduce our tax liability down the road. Um but it, like I said, it is going to cause you to pay some taxes today more than what you normally have to pay. And it's better if you can take that money out of existing savings, not out of your IRA to have to pay those taxes. The other thing, again, you have to be really aware of when we do Roth conversions is that it can affect the taxability of your Social Security. It can uh, impact like I was talking about earlier, it can impact how much your Medicare premiums are if you're collecting Medicare. Um, it, it can it can be a very rude awakening a year or two down the road when you get that bill saying, oh, because your income back in 2020 was such and such, now you have to pay you know, $100 more towards your Medicare premium for a year. So you know, everybody should look in, and really talk to their tax uh, advisor to make sure that what they're doing fits within what they're comfortable with and they're not really m- making a mistake for themselves. They're staying in the right tax brackets. That's the big thing I look at. Philip Forbes says there are several tax mistakes that could end up harming your retirement. So aside from assuming your taxes are going to be lower in retirement, one of the mistakes they list is not contributing to a Roth or a 401k. How do we know if we should consider a Roth IRA or something like that? I mean, one thing I think people need to look at is sometimes your 401k will offer a Roth provision, meaning you can elect to put your your contribution into a, into a Roth part of the 401k. And so how do you make that decision? It, to me, what, what I look at is what tax bracket are you in? I mean, if you're in a, right now today, in a 22 or 24% tax bracket, not the lowest, but definitely not the highest, 
I'm willing to eat those tax dollars right now and put it to a Roth. You know, I think that if you're a 25% or lower tax bracket, you definitely need to be using the Roth part, the Roth 401k provisions, the Roth IRA, you know, to me, everything Roth pay the tax now because down the road, I believe taxes will be significantly higher. Now, if you're in a higher than 25% tax bracket, you know, you kind of have to weigh that out for yourself. What, what are you, what can you stomach where you think you're at? You know, in Florida, we're pretty fortunate. We don't have state income tax, but in other States, that state income tax can be a huge deal too. And so you have to weigh that out in terms of, of what makes sense for you. Another potential tax mistake is taking withdrawals from your accounts in the wrong order. Get, getting the order right is really important here. How do you help people create a strategy for taking withdrawals in the right order from their retirement accounts? Well, I think that uh, plays into the income plan that, that we have put together for folks. And you're right. So often I see people um, not taking money from the right accounts and wasting some tax brackets. Um, And so we'll focus on that, right? Especially if they're clients of ours and they say, hey, Philip, we need some money. And, And we go in and look at their tax return and run some numbers and say, okay, I think we need to take this amount out of your IRA and we need to take this amount out of your non qualified account. And the problem is, is people don't think about it. They'll call their, their, their broker or their advisor and say, hey, I need 15 grand. And nobody says, well, which account do you want to take it from? Because typically the client doesn't, doesn't know or doesn't realize mm-hmm. the best place to take it from. And so that's something we do. We, we'll run the numbers. Okay, look, I think you need to take money from here instead of from over here. A matter of fact, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a client call in and say, hey, Philip, you know, I need $20,000. I said, okay, so let me look at where you're at and, and where things are, and I'll come back and let you know where we need to take it from. And, and I called her back and said, look, you know, we need to take 10000 from your IRA and $10,000 from your Roth IRA to, for tax purposes and for cash flow purposes. That's what's going to work best for you. And so a lot of folks don't get that. And, and, I, and I understand, you know, because in the advisor world, nobody wants to give tax advice. You know, it's one of the benefits here at Statler Financial is we have a side company that is actually a tax return company. We do taxes. So so we have an ancillary uh, company that takes care of that for us. So so we are there gauging that all the time and, and are cognizant of, of how that plays out. So, hey, look, if you're not sure how much risk you have in your portfolio, especially now, give me a call. Let's run through our financial x-ray. We've not talked about that much this show. Let's talk about our financial x-ray. Let's get you plugged in, find out how much risk you have in your portfolio, and let's make sure that it's not too much. Give me a call to schedule your no-obligation financial x-ray, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call right now to get started on the retirement plan you always dreamed of talking today with Philip Statler. He is with Statler Financial Services. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. Is there really a way to have a tax-free retirement or is that just a gimmick? We'll answer that question plus more coming up next. Call Philip Statler today to get started on your complimentary financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. 
Thanks for joining us today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, you know there are things you're not supposed to bring up at a dinner party. And I don't know if Joyce has to remind you things. There are times when Jeff and I are going somewhere and I'm like, please don't. Here's a couple things to please not bring up when we get there. And there are a couple topics that are just uncomfortable. You don't even want to talk about them with your kids or your financial professional or your spouse. But these are things that are important to think about as you get close to retirement. So, Philip, we're just going to have to bite the bullet. We're going to dig into our top five for this week. It comes from Forbes. Five most taboo topics in retirement. So are you ready for this, Philip? I think I am. I'm, I'm assuming these are things we're just nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants yep. to th- think they even exist, right? Right. We just want to ignore it. But we, we have to talk about them. So here We go number five because we go backwards. We go from five down to number one on our top five. Number five on our list is your mental health in retirement. Tell me a little bit about what you've seen with people struggling, Philip, with maybe a loss of identity or isolation after they leave their careers behind because we we identify who we are by our job. It's really hard, isn't it? We do. We That's so true. Um, and so it, you know, I think that's one of the things that you're right. Nobody wants to talk about that. Um, you know, where people, I, I've seen people that have retired and, you know, within a year, they, they just have, they're in a funk. They just don't really know what to do or they, they're unhappy there. And they, and they, they think that, okay, I'm going to go back to work. And, and a lot of them will, they'll just start to go back to work. But, but I think back to um, uh, my uncle, Uh, my uncle, he, he worked, I think he was like 70 or 72 before he finally retired. Yeah. This is very true. I, I, I see it. Um, I've seen it uh, with some, my uncles, I've seen it with some of my clients. They feel like when they retire or if they quit working, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. Gosh, and, yeah. And, and I think that weighs on them um, to to keep doing something. And so, you know, I, I mean, and we have this conversation with people that with our clients that are haven't retired yet, that are they're starting to work on that. And and my question to them is always, OK, so what is your plan to occupy your time when you retire? Because that does become the problem, right? Is is now you don't have to get up at five o'clock to be at work by seven or seven thirty. Um, so you have no schedule. And that all plays into mm-hmm. depression, mental health, you know, that whole thing. And so uh, it's an area that people need to be proactively working against. And the way to do that is is not just have a a financial plan, but have a time plan. What are you going to do when you retire? Philip, let's talk about the next one on our list. We are working our way backwards. So number four on our list of taboo topics in retirement is divorce. Over the past 30 years, the divorce rate after age 50 has doubled in the U.S. And this is something that causes emotional and financial upheaval at any time in your life. But talk about the challenges if this happens as you get close to retirement and all of the the financial things going on at that time time of your life? Well, it, it is difficult, no matter when you have a divorce. It, it's difficult in the family. It's difficult in people involved. Um, but, but especially, you know, heading into retirement or slightly after retirement, because you are a, a team. And that team, especially if you put together any kind of retirement plan or income plan, you know, it's based on on the incomes that are there and, and it's, it's based on the two people that are, that are married. And so if we have a divorce, then now we've got to split assets. Um, you know, one spouse, if they're relying just on social security is probably gonna have a lot less. So it, it just is a major upheaval. And, and then, so the other part of that is, is that, there's some things out there that 
a lot of times people don't think about when it comes to, well, the the husband has, or one, well, let's just say one spouse, one spouse has all the retirement assets in their name, right? The, they worked, all the IRAs or 401ks are, are theirs. And you can't split them. A lot of times people think, well, I can't split them mm-hmm. without tax consequences, or they don't realize there is a tax consequence if you do split them. So I'll just throw this out there so that, that people know that there are ways around the taxability of splitting retirement accounts. And hmm. it's, qual- it's called a quadro, which stands for Qualified Domestic Relations Order. as hmm. a QDRO. And I would say divorce attorneys should be up on this process and availability and the process now of, of uh, speaking with somebody that, that that is one of the things that they're looking at is they're going to need to create, they're going through a divorce, hmm. they're going to have a quadro, and they're going to have to create, create some income from that. So it's tough no matter when you do it. In retirement, it's just like been together for so long and now it's a it's a huge change and a huge obstacle to overcome certainly so, some tough things to think about here talking today with philip statler he is president and ceo of statler financial services going through our top five list of taboo topics in retirement 863-285-3815 is the number to call to reach philip and the team at statler financial services if you're looking for a little guidance on some of these tough areas of retirement that's 863 863- 285-3815. Number three on the list is religion. And I'll give a quick example of how this might come into play. We won't spend a lot of time on this one, Philip, but it might not make financial sense for someone to tithe, but it's important for them to give something to their church. How do you handle making financial recommendations while also respecting someone's religious beliefs? Well, Jen, you know, Religion, when it comes to their money, it is one of those fine lines you have to to walk. I mean, I, I know. I mean, you know, we've always been, believed in tithing and, and that type of thing for our church. Um, and, and so I get it. Here's where I've had some, I've had to have some tough discussions with clients because they're working and all of a sudden they retire. And in retirement, our income declines. And so they want to keep giving at the same level they were when they were working. And, and that can have a damaging impact mm-hmm. to their income sure. plan down the road. Now, you know, it's great for the church or the, the re- organization, but, but it, is, it can be detrimental to, to the retiree. Um, so because here's what they don't realize. Yep. Social Security, that's income. Their pension, if they have a pension, that's income. But that other leg that they're drawing money from, that may or may not actually be income. It could just be savings, right? And so it's it's kind of like already tax money. It's already tithes money. So, hmm. you know, sometimes it's hard to get people to, to see that and realize that because of the emotional tie there. Um, and, and so it's something we have to walk carefully through, but, but as the financial coach, retirement coach, you know, and the fiduciary person in the relationship, I've got to ask the hard questions mm-hmm. and, and walk people through the answer and, and the impact that that's going to bring to them. Going down to number two on our list of taboo topics. Again, it won't spend a lot of time on this because we just have a few minutes left. But number two on the list is relationships. Retirement has an impact on your relationship with your spouse, your kids, your grandkids. How important is it to talk about some of this stuff, Philip? You know, setting boundaries when it comes to the time you're going to spend watching the grandkids or how much time you're going to spend with your spouse when you're both home all the time. That's true. And it's got to be more than a conversation. You know, you've got to take action, right? So you're right. So if you, you know, if your family all lives in the same town, then all of a sudden you've retired and now, uh, you know, the grandkids are, are, are left at your doorstep all, all the time for you to take care of and watch. And so, so your kids can go do whatever. Um, and, and for a while, right. We love it. Right. So, you know, Hey, there are grandkids, we're spending a lot of time with them. Um, and, and so I, I get it. But you got to set up some boundaries for what that's going to look like. 
for, for our kids and grandkids. The other part, though, is our spouse. You know, we've been working uh, up until retirement. So we're each away from each other for uh, at least eight, 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. And so uh, now we're retired and now we're spending, you know, a lot more time under the same roof. Um, and that can be challenging. That's why we go back to two, two before this divorce, right? So, so this can be a reason that that one pops up um, at this point in the relationship is because now uh, we have no diversion. We're together. And so that becomes the problem. And so right. we need to have our time, you know, I tell people, not only do we need an income plan, we need a time plan. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's part of what needs to happen there in retirement. That's right. Uh, working our way through the top taboo topics from Forbes magazine and number one on the list is money. And Philip, this is ironic because we talk about it all the time here on this show, but talk about why some people see money as a taboo topic for retirement and how do you help people get answers when they worry that they're just being nosy or maybe they're asking the wrong questions when it comes to money in retirement? Well, think about it this way, husband and wife, uh, do they really have that conversation of, do we have enough to retire? Or is it just something we do, right? We're, hey, we're 62, I'm retiring. It's, I'm 67, I'm retiring. Or do we have that discussion? And so nobody wants, uh, or I don't say nobody, a lot of folks don't want to have that discussion of, uh, of do I have enough because they're afraid of the answer. And so I think that's a question that more people need to have sooner rather than later. So what's sooner? Well, I'm going to say, man, if you're 50 years old and you've not had that discussion, you've not sat down with a financial professional to say, what am I going to need? And you've not put together that financial plan or that retirement plan that at age 50, you need to do that. You need to know how much, what's it look like? What am I going to have at retirement based on what I'm doing now? Uh, so that, so that you know, that you know, that you know that you're ready to retire, that, that the money is not going to be the issue for not retiring. Um, and so, so often, you know, we don't want to ask the kids don't want to ask the kid, ask their parents, are you sure? you know, you're ready to retire. Do you have enough money to retire? Well, kids aren't going to ask their parents that. Hmm, it's right. just not going to happen. Um, and so I think that's why money is the number one thing is because nobody wants to ask the question. Everybody assumes that if you're retiring, that you have enough. And that's not, I can tell you from experience and what I see, that's not always the case. Hey folks, if these top five taboos are on your list of things, or if we can help in any other way, that's what we're here for. We are an independent sounding board for you to help you prepare for retirement. Give me a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call today and let's get started on your retirement. You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. Remember that number, 863-285-3815. That's all the time we have for this week, but we'll talk to you next time. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product, features, and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.